All right, here we are, ladies and gentlemen. I just episode thirty four, season two, episode two. I said we were going to do a cold open, and then we just. <laughs> John's so mad. disappointed. Yeah. So Paul, did you grow hair like overnight? I thought your head it was, was pretty quick. Yesterday. No, 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 it was yeah. pretty quick. I have a full head of hair. I just choose to not have it all the time. Have you so showed it what? Have you showed everyone your five figure death punch tattoo you got? No, yeah, not what's yet. Going I'll, on? I'll make sure I post it on the internet soon. Yeah, for sure. All right, hold on. Can we acknowledge the uh, you know the elephant in the room? We have a guest on the show today. He's not. I mean, he's a pretty small guy. He's not that big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Many, Ladies and gentlemen, uh, <laughs> one of my very good friends, Mr. Zach Hansen, is on the show today. Give it up for Zach, everybody. Yeah. Uh, Zach, did you know what you're getting into? No, no, I still don't, but I'm kind of excited. Like, ooh. Oh, no. It's very, how, like, it's very, how, very David. Okay, how, long have you been, how long have you been in the band Spin Doctors? Oh, my God. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> it's yeah. pretty great. Biscuit head. Oh, you got a big old biscuit head. <laughs> um. You have been in the band Hanson uh, since the beginning of <laughs> since the beginning of time. <laughs> but your last name is Hanson. Uh, welcome to Seemingly Unknown. It's impossible. That, it's possible that they uh, they started the band maybe five minutes before I joined. It's okay, but you were like you yeah, were right, right after though. Yeah. I, all right, let's start it off. I have a question. How many babies were conceived to a Hanson song? Oh, oh! You mean I, I don't conceive babies to my own songs? If that's what you're asking. No, no, not yours. It's, we mean not just yours. Babies just around the, the United, yeah, in yeah. the world. Um, you know, it's a good question. I, I'm not really um, one for music during that kind of act, so I don't know what people listen to. I'm more. You don't have like a playlist that you just put on and you like go to town. Yeah, I just start singing. You know, then, <laughs> I mean, when you got a voice like that, that's fair. All right. Touché. The music's coming from me, guys. <laughs> yeah, okay. I love you. <laughs> you know, it's kind of, kind of kind of weird. Your wife, your wife does not love that. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> She's like, shut up, fan, please. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I've come, uh, we've been married for about 15 years and uh, it's, I, I've come to realize the reason I need her, if if not for all the other things, is she's just not entertained by me. Like I'm like, listen to this joke, listen to this song. She's like, hey, I'm holding a baby. Get she just it. humbles you every day. <laughs> Dude, I, you're an idiot. <laughs> same. My like, I tell people all the time, they're like, oh yeah, you guys have married. Like, we never see your wife. I'm like, there's a reason for that. She wants nothing to do with any of this, and not just the podcast. <laughs> she's never listened to the podcast, but. Like the band, any like she's just unbothered by any of it. Like, yeah, well, yeah. it probably keeps you both humble though, too, because it's like, yeah, you just like do when okay, your wife cool. doesn't when your right. wife doesn't give a shit. It's like, oh yeah. wow, oh you wrote oom bop, that's cool. How about you oom clean the kitchen? <laughs> it's John <laughs> has had you, that one in the chamber for a yes, second yeah. waiting. <laughs> How about you mm, go do the fucking laundry? How about that? That would be fantastic if you could if you could make that happen. Take out the trash. <laughs> yeah. That was me. That was me. Dude, so my dog, if uh they know this, Zach, but I have a 15-year-old English bulldog. We call him the oh. oldest English bulldog of all time. See, that that seems like you're doing something crazy to keep that dog open. Uh, my wife thinks he's going to live forever because she hates him. So she thinks he's immortal. So last night, I tell you what, last night he almost didn't live forever because, so he sleeps in the laundry room. He started barking every hour on the hour. 
and he didn't have to go outside. Like I let him outside at like five o'clock this morning, dude. I mean, from three o'clock on, he barked every hour. I was like, I've never, listen, Pete is going to come after him. I almost stabbed my dog last night. <laughs> dude, you, you reach the point when dogs start getting people diseases. He's got dementia, <laughs> you know? Yeah, no, yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's. He's got what, sleep apnea or whatever it is? Right. Yeah, yeah. He has to yeah. pop a Zyrtec just to close his eyes at night. <laughs> my wife goes, my wife goes, seriously, tomorrow she goes, give him Benadryl. I said, I'm going to give him antifreeze. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know how many episodes of Dateline I've watched, dude? I know how to kill this dog. Here's this hot dog no with some antifreeze. <laughs> oh, it, oh, so man. he's weird, though. He's never eaten, like, normal dog treats. Like, he, um, he eats vanilla wafers. Your dog's weird. Your dog's weird. Just like old, Zach. Though, dog's fucking just weird. like me. Bro, you drinking Mountain Dew as an adult? Hell right now? yeah. <laughs> Zach, I just, back that hard. Just unleaded Mountain yeah, Dew, bro. Hey. Good for the good old Mountain Dew. Oh. Hey, hold on, John. Are you drinking an apple one? No, gingerbread. It's like, uh, it's no. It, it hits the spot every time. The apple one's really good. Zach, you're on the right page. <laughs> we were doing this interview a couple of years ago with like, it was like Dateline or something. And it was like six in the morning and everybody's drinking coffee and I don't drink coffee. And I go, hey, can we get you anything? Hey, maybe like a Mountain Dew or something. I, I, me too. I swear the interviewer looked at me. What? Is <laughs> and he goes like this. He goes, you don't know about that family, that that cult in Arkansas that killed babies by feeding them Mountain Dew. I'm like, what does that have to do with me? <laughs> I'm tired. I just want to drink. I'm pretty positive they were a cult and the Mountain Dew <laughs> killed them. With all the other stuff they did to babies. <laughs> Hey, I think we're ignoring the cult part and yeah. you guys are really focusing on this Mountain Dew thing. Is yours diet Mountain Dew, John? No, it's regular. Oh, you guys are just no, straight up. You guys are straight up unleading, unleaded drinking Mountain Dew. Just full <laughs> premium gasoline right now, dude. I, I find water I to be nothing. a sign of weakness, I think. Water <laughs> drinks weakness. Yeah. Yeah. Bro. Remember those uh, drinks gotcha. as a kid with like the grenades of sugar, like those those little oh yeah, little, little rain oh, I, would, off the I would crush those. <laughs> dude, I remember. So when we were kids, yeah, dude. <laughs> when we were kids, we would we would drink. We had so many Kool Aid points, me and all my brothers, that we got a Super Nintendo. Do you know how many fucking Kool Aid points? Well, you also have 46 brothers, so yeah. Every Bro, week, who are you talking about? This dude, how many siblings do you have? Oh, me? Yeah. No, I got I'm from seven, so I'm the third of seven. Yeah, and he's got what down. five? You say, Zach, you have five? I got well, technically, I'm an only child. No, 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 the Hanson, yeah, yeah. I, I have five kids, and then and so, like, you know, like yep. yeah, <laughs> there's like. <laughs> Like 23 grandkids already. So between the, you know, too many your parents have 23 grandkids. Yeah. 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 Already. Too many. That's too many. That's kids. a lot of kids, bro. Whatever, like if, if the tooth fairy comes, you guys must go broke. It's like, dude, we got to go back <laughs> on the road. I need to tour South America. These kids got bowlers coming in. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, the tooth fairy pays way better than it did when I was a kid. When I was a kid, you got like a quarter or a yeah. book. A like, book maybe. Dude. Inflation. Inflation didn't fairy. miss the tooth fairy, dude. Right. It's I'm above the Billy Bedelia books now. Like Beverly Cleary, thank you for the time, but these There's kids ten need- bucks for a tooth. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. Scholastic book club monthly, whatever. It's like, dude, get the. That wasn't even a mole, you know. Give me one of the gold ones with you know the little 
some filling or something. <laughs> Give me a gold that I can trade in for all this money I'm giving you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so my wife comes from, my wife comes from six. I, I have five brothers, but one half brother, four step brothers. Right. So like I, you know, I, I didn't grow up like we grew up all together, but like I said, like, Anyway, I forgot where I was going. I was going to talk about Kool-Aid. So what we would do is we'd have a, we'd have a gallon pitcher, right? We have a one gallon pitcher and we would, everything had to be lemonade something, right? So it'd be great lemonade, 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 pink lemonade, orange lemonade, whatever. But we would do one full coffee cup of sugar. A full coffee and cup And you're of over sugar. here talking shit to this man for drinking Mountain Dew right now. Bro, it's right. 11 a.m. right now. <laughs> Technically, it's five o'clock future, somewhere. Well, in the future, it's twelve, and it tastes damn good. Is that oh, okay? There you go. Oh, You're talking about like ten ounces of sugar, of just straight cane sugar. What like, was the uh, the yeah, other drink? Also, I was I was not even like twelve years old. You're a grown man, and it's eleven. Both of you, both of you are in your thirties. I am passing judgment. Dew. What <laughs> was the uh, the drink that had like the uh, the boxers on it with Bondos? What was Bongos, the- yeah. yeah. Wow, man. I haven't fucking thought about those in forever. That was cool when they like really pushed sugar on us. <laughs> like I, I really I miss those days. Yeah, well, I used to just eat country time lemonade. Like not not <laughs> No, not, you did not. Not mixed like like, like the like the salt, like the, the sugar, like the this dude, when he's 15 years old on his writer, has country time lemonade with a spoon. I need nothing else. Right. Like, and hey, a all straw. I need is, yeah, and a straw. Yeah. Like, that's on the writer. Uh, okay, sir. Do you need some water with this? No, I'm all right. No. <laughs> do you have mountain dew I can pour it here to build it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. You imagine he's pouring mountain dew and just he's, he's he puts a whole coffee cup full of country time lemonade. <laughs> It and it's just mountain dew. a little Mountain Dew in it, a little gives it the little Ovaltine, just a, just a paste of just <laughs> gives it the little Ovaltine time. stir. So while we're on it, did any of you ever literally snort pixie sticks? I did I once, actually. Did. I did. I, I tried to once, but like my nostrils have always been so messed up that I just I can't do it. I want that's, to. That's how John's nostrils got messed up is just snorting pixie <laughs> sticks. There's gunpowder and pixie dust. Did yeah. you snort? Did you have you ever snorted pixie sticks? Oh yeah, of course, man. I mean, I'm not, we're talking about eating country. I love that. Yeah, that, I was like, gonna say that's the least of his worries. I love that just like to fit like what the media narrative would be of of Hanson. Like Zach never did blow; he just snorted pixie sticks. Hey, that's title of so this podcast perfectly in line. Snorting title pixie of the podcast: sticks. Zach Zach Hanson snorts pixie sticks. I'm just surprised Zach Hanson still has his feet left after these. <laughs> yeah, dude, the fact that you're not a type two diabetic is blowing my mind right now. Right. It's a problem. Yeah. It's uh, a, he, snorted, he snorted the pixie sticks, but he ate the country time. 100% pounds. Question, uh, Hanson here. Uh, what is it like going grocery shopping? Like, you guys go to Costco once a week. How do you. Once a day. What's that shopping experience like? Let's, let's be real. I don't do very much grocery shopping because I buy country time lemonade and pixie sticks. <laughs> you just come back. Your wife is like, absolutely not. Go back. <laughs> More Slim Jims. Yeah. Christ. Right. <laughs> Yeah, dude. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's, it's a big family. I mean, we go to the grocery store like twice a week. It's it's you know, and we have Costco and we have you know, super WalMarts, and it, it's still not enough. And I, I mean, my my boys are getting big too. So my thirteen year old son uh, Shepherd, like 
he'll just come in and grab a whole loaf of bread and a whole thing of turkey. Like, I'm good. That's lunch. You know, like you're like, you can't eat six sandwiches. He's like, Dad, you want a bed? <laughs> so skinny. <laughs> Dude, that's what's crazy, man, is like when you think about that, the fact that like all like kids eat like because kids like get expensive when it comes to like eating and stuff. Like that's the thing. Like it's so it's so weird because like Mike so the joke that on here, Zach, is that my oldest son yeah. is the bougiest child. Bougiest child of all Dude, time. like when it comes to food. So <laughs> he's he's an out he's an outside kid. I mean, we live on some land, so like he's like always outside. Like he, he was outside the snow all day. Let's yesterday. put it this way: his kids aren't going in and grabbing a loaf of bread and turkey. He's like, Dad, making a fresh uh, wood wood pie here, okay? Yeah, and you know, and I need you to. By the way, I need you to make the bread from scratch. <laughs> his son will is picky about which duck he eats. <laughs> It's insane. If it's a ballard or some local like pod thing, he'll just dad. This he's is like, trash. Get, the, get this. It's, get this peasant shit away from me. It's only funny because he's not lying. <laughs> like they like so for my when my son turned five, he's. I said, "What do you want?" Because I've been I've been a cook for like seventeen years now, and I said, "What do you want for dinner?" I said, "I'll take you anywhere you want." He goes, "I want you to uh, make mussels with garlic cream sauce." God damn it. Good Lord. Yeah. So he's the kid, like literally one day we were at a restaurant, he ordered shrimp, like a Japanese place, but he heard the person at the table next to us order sea bass. And he's like, literally to the waitress, like, Hey, (laughs) your kid, 1000%. I'm like, yo, but he's, it's so weird. Like the dynamic of him is so weird because he's like, he's Tom Sawyer all day long. Catching snakes. Until it comes time to the kitchen. Catching snakes. All he does is watch hunting videos on YouTube and fishing (laughs) videos. But like when it comes to food, dude, he it's ridiculous. Speaking of, by the way, speaking of country town lemonade, today is my uh, my grandmother's. It would have been my grandmother's hundred birthday today. Um, my my uh grandma, my grandfather, my grandma started this this hugely successful barbecue chain in Memphis, the first barbecue chain actually. And um, funny story the thing they were known for the most was their barbecue shrimp. And the, the, the trick to the recipe was dry country time lemonade. True story. Swear to God. What? That's good. Come on. You take, you take, you take six, you take six jumbo shrimp. You mix barbecue seasoning with country time lemonade. You put, you pour it over the shrimp and you put butter on top and then you put it in the oven. I'm dead serious. Discovery. I, I I just made a a discovery. You guys are both related some way, somehow. You guys are long distant cousins because your families are so huge and you guys do some South shit like that. Uh, gonna, I think this is a big joke he's playing on everyone listening. They're like, okay, wait, I'm going to go buy some shrimp. It's a country time lemon. That is not a real recipe. Well, not this is a real recipe. Is, the story is when the shrimp are still alive, the shrimp actually listens to Ubop on repeat and it really gets, it really gets the message juicy. You know what? Can we talk about something real quick, John? Because I didn't know that you were you were on the same train I was, John. That when we, when I said Zach was coming on the show, you that professed you professed your love for one of my favorite albums of all time, which was this time around. This time around. Well, I just think it's one of those albums where, for me, I mean, I have other albums too in my list where I'm kind of like a lot of people are like, dude, you're a psychopath. But when you hear a song or an album for the first time, you always resonate with it. And for me, that album, and then Throwing Copper, and then Dizzy Up the Girl, uh, and Tragic Kingdom, I no doubt. Those four albums, for me, were just always just like randomly always playing. It's, I mean, it's good stuff. I mean, at that time, for me, like the only records that I 
and I loved music. I was so into music, obviously by that point, but like the only real records that I loved that were straight through records, which were like, you don't skip a song were August and everything after recovering the satellites, which I personally believe is, is just as good as August and everything after it was the second counting crows record, uh, Joshua tree, which is my favorite record of all time. And this time around, like true, like truly, and it's not because we're (laughs) friends, but like, I I think I've told you this before in part, like that, like that record to me is still to this day in my top 20 records in the history of albums. Zach Hansen's just like, yo, keep giving me those streaming plays. Let's go. (laughs) I'm like, I got nothing here. You just (laughs) actually funny enough. You can't stream it. Yeah. Oh, this time around. You can't stream that album. Why? Well, it's, it's not on Apple music. Uh, it's it, the it, only record not on Apple Music. And we try it. It's so weird because, you know, we own pretty much everything we've ever done, except for those first two records and the first Christmas record, which are owned still by Universal. Island. Yeah, yeah. And so we're like, we don't really have control of whether it's on the streaming services or not. Like We can call and be like, hey, I hope they pick up. I hope they pick up. And, you know. But what, what, what is a record label? What is a record label? What, why would they not put that on there? That's why I don't get like, what's the reason for not? I feel like they, they don't want to make, make they don't want to make money and pay you guys 30 cents a year. Like, I, come on, yeah, I think they've forgotten that they own it and they're just, you know, <laughs> oh, oh man, we lost that. I love that record. Maybe I'll find it in my archive somewhere. Well, could you, could you do what Taylor Swift does and just re record your albums? They could, you know, we you could. could, we could, we could, we've been 20 years. Papa Roach just did that for uh, Infest. Or infest. Yeah. There, there are, so there's an interesting um, problem with us re-recording albums from when I was 12. Um, <laughs> what could that possibly be, Zach? It could be the fact that you have hair on your, your, your penis. <laughs> now, um, I will tell you, uh, there are some amazing things you can do with technology. And I know, actually, how to make my voice amazingly sound like 12. I mean, it takes some major computer work, uh, but it's just, it just doesn't seem like it's worth it for a little bit of money. You know what I mean? And for, for us, I mean, we want the records to be out. We want it to be successful. We want people to care. Right. That's the problem with the record labels who weren't involved with it at all, still owning it, right? They just care. <laughs> You're just one of 75,000 albums they own or whatever. So, you know, but for us, it, it reverts to us, I think, at 35 years. So, like, we're almost there. that's so insane like that was how long have you guys how long have you guys been a band as of this year uh this will this will be 30 years and uh so this time around would have been 2000 so it's at 22 years so we're you you own all your sex tapes you guys have filmed together (laughs) you know it's a weird incest thing you just talked about (laughs) no 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 no. he he didn't mean together he didn't mean together like together but like together together in the same room Uh, by the way, meet John, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you've never met John, this is why we can't have female guests on the show ever. Um, uh, ever. So I'm gonna ran- randomly, I'm gonna ask questions that fans put into our social media. So here's the first one for uh, Mr. Hanson here. Okay. Uh, what is? And I went through a filter. Some of them are just bizarre. Some are just inappropriate. So when I'm you've actually- been a man for 30 years, dude, I'm sure there's like ask him about what his second toe right. now. How long his second toe is? <laughs> how deep is this asshole? What? Oh my god! Okay, so here's the first question. <laughs> Zach uh, just he gets off this call so fast. He's like, uh, oh, today my internet's bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, guys. So. 
So, Zach Hansen, what is the inspiration for Hansen's new project, Red, Green, Blue? And how many songs will the albums have? Will they all be from each of you solo? That is from Will. You served it up right there for the new project. Yeah, we just announced a new world tour and a project called Red, Blue, Red, Green, Blue. Basically, like when we were kids, that's like the color of things my mom would buy us. So it's just sort of surprisingly representative of what we sound like. But, you know, it's like it's hard to find ways to continue to push yourself after 30 years and like work different muscles. And uh, for the first time ever, instead of writing and producing it all together, we didn't, you know, so I, I wrote five songs and, and produced it. And Isaac and Taylor play and sing on the songs that I did. But it, you know, instead of being like the creator, they're walking in as like the collaborator, the, the facilitator, like the guy coming in that doesn't have any stakes. And I think that's an important thing to learn how to have ears like that. And we've kind of you have a tendency to forget because you just make records and there's always stakes. It's always like, oh, my gosh, this is the most important thing. And you forget to have fun, like when you're playing, when you're being a player, when you're adding people's ideas. Um, yeah, so it's kind of a, um, it, they're, they're all released together. So it's just five songs each, and it'll be 15 songs. It comes out in uh, in May. Yeah. I can say, I can say too, that I have heard at least one of the songs, and it's fantastic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's wild. I, I don't think it really uh, sounds not like us, because I know how we write, but, but we get these questions all the time of the years, people are like, how do you decide who sings what song? Right. And because we've always written the songs together and we credit them equally, no matter who starts or finishes it. I, I'm always amazed that people get here who clearly needed to sing that song. It's like, this is obvious that it's a, the kind of topic that only Isaac would sing or the kind of yeah. stuff only Taylor would sing. And so I think in a way, when people hear these songs, knowing that they're really written by one guy, I think it'll change the way people listen to all of our music looking back and kind of being able to hear the differences of the influences, even though we're, you know, we've grown up together, we've influenced each other, but, but um, you'll hear what we do in a different way. You guys, you guys do the kind of thing that that we do in our band in the sense of like what, something I, I really like in bands that I listen to. And that is the fact that you have never stayed still. You know, there's so many bands now that, especially in our genre of music, which is, would be a modern rock or active rock, that, I mean, literally take the same cookie cutter and make the same record every single time. And our biggest thing is not doing that. And that's what I kind of loved about you guys. Like from, you go from middle of nowhere to this time around, and then you keep moving on and then all the way up, you know, to the new record that you guys are going to do. But, um, uh, what's the, uh, what's the one with, um, strength theory or ja Rule. not, <laughs> not strength theory. Uh, the one with the three, the three signs. Oh, oh! Shout it out! Shout out! Which is again one of my, even though I couldn't remember the name of it, uh, another one of my favorite records of you guys. Which is like, so I mean, it sounds like it could be a Motown record on some songs. Which is like the best, you know, like the fact that like you guys do that and you came Changing from this place. Of, yeah, you guys came from this place of like, you know, and also, man, the fact that like you guys easily could have succumbed to what the media tried to make you succumb to, which is like this boy band type thing. And then like, I like, I, I can't imagine the yeah. level of success and scrutiny at the same time in the nineties, dude, when it was so bad. 
man. You say easily. I don't, man, I don't think it's easy to just phone it in. I don't know. That's just me. You know, like I, I think that kills uh, you. Uh, have you ever listened to modern rock radio? <laughs> Honestly, no, I don't listen to modern rock radio. Us and like five other bands don't. And then every other band. Does. <laughs> well, And that's the whole thing. I mean, it, it's a big copycat party. That's this yeah. is the world. And like, I think we have this crazy advantage as a band that we started so young that it it never occurred to us to worry about money or to worry about popularity. Like little kids don't think like, am I the coolest kid in the room? They just go like Legos, you know what I mean? And so and you're having fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and, and our parents instilled in us kind of a, a gross level of self-confidence. Like we've always thought in a probably kind of conceited way, wow, we are really smart. We know exactly what we want and we're right. You know, and so you walk into the room and then you get some success and you go, okay, I'm just going to keep doing this. But that, that's kind of, I think for me, the, the thing about our process, how you, you want to continue to evolve because you have this tendency to just listen to yourself. Right. So if you don't put yourself in it somewhere where you're uncomfortable, where you have a peer that goes like a producer you care about, or an idea, a concept for an album that, that forces you to be uncomfortable. How do I do that? How do I write that? Then, then you'll just do the same thing over and over again. And then you're just boring. Speaking of you guys' process too, something that Paul and John may not know. Actually, wait, John, did you, did you go with me over there to their, um, yeah, Spot? I stole a bunch of posters and we would <laughs> okay. so Paul, they're on eBay. <laughs> Paul, something you might not know though, because John went with us. Was, uh, I, I was blown away <laughs> by the fact that they had a warehouse, a space like that, just filled to the brim. So if you, I mean, a lot of their fans know this, but a lot of our fans may not. Like, I mean, maybe the most in-house band either. You're in your office right now, actually, aren't you? I'm in my office right now. So like, it, and, like and, are you at three CG right now? Yeah, yeah, I'm at 3CG. Yeah, so I mean, we have a studio here. We have, um, you know, offices here. We have their merch. Here. What the hell? Really? It's at Home Depot of like 90s. Like it's it's <laughs> it's like yeah, Hanson like, Home Depot. Dude, Bunk in the Dales, a tour poster from '96 with uh, <laughs> Counting Crows and Tantric, and then over here is some bubble gum that Zach chewed. Uh, with his brother jointly during a Lance Morissette concert. Isaac baby wipes and just, like, it just the, it's like a museum. It's pretty cool. Uh, you know, we, we like it. it. It's fun. Everything's, everything's together. I think, uh, you know, I mean, that's, that's the thing that everybody wants. They want to go to like your own little fort, you know, and have uh, everything. That's incredible. Holy you know, no, it's like everything's in house, their studio. Like it's so cool to see because, you know, we've been talking about doing that for a while, either in Nashville or in Charleston, where it's like, let's build a place that we rehearse at, that we have a studio, all of our gear storage, everything's there. And we've been talking about it so long, but like you guys have like offices, like your management offices and art stuff and stuff are there. Yeah, no, our problem is we continue to want to do new things. Right. And then the facility like it, it, it's like, oh, wow, we have got time. And then, and then suddenly you're like, wait, wait our, our building is like 8,000 square feet, but we need like 20,000 square feet for this. And then we need to, you know, we need a new building just for storing all this memorabilia and gear. And, you know, you just kind of, dude, wanna... I grabbed so much merch and DVDs out of that <laughs> spot, dude. So, so I mean, I, listen, I was allowed, I was told I could, but uh-huh. I mean, like, it's also, Paul, it's in the middle of downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah, it's it's. Well, really, your fans, you guys as fans, know exactly where it's at, right? Well, I mean, we actually we have a. Hey, if you need the address, 
no, no. We have a fan festival every year, and and we we take the front uh, sort of lobby and turn it into a store, so people just come up and walk up and do. It's like a pop up store, so they know exactly. What they're doing. In a sometimes it's weird when I go out the back of the studio late night after a session. No, oh, no, no, no. You do it, and I walk out, and there's somebody standing like, "Hey, heard you in the studio." I'm like, "Oh God!" <laughs> I have a gun. <laughs> when, it com- when it comes to uh, say there's an argue, how do you guys? Obviously, as you get older, I'm sure it's easier. But growing up, like obviously you have the family dynamic. But when it comes to a music, if there's disagreements either outside the band or in the band, does that affect either side of the house in terms of family and business? You're like they're not coming to Thanksgiving. I think it's totally the opposite. I don't think as you get older, it gets easier. I think as you get older, it gets harder oh, to wow. deal with the conflict. Cause, cause when you're, when you're young and, and maybe this is just my perspective. When we started the band when I was six, right? We, um, Bob came out when I was 12. When, <laughs> you have a tendency to have this perspective. It's like, Hey, nothing really matters. I'm here for the joy. I'm here for the fun. When you're 35 you think everything matters because you're just, there's so many responsibilities. Your brain is in 14 different places at the same time. And, and you, you have a tendency to forget. Like that's, that's why I think like this project, the, the red, green, blue thing is like, just be the facilitator. This, this helps you understand like, man, this is the place I need to be all the time, which is I want to make you better. Every time you show me a song, I just want to be in the mindset of, I want to make you better, not make what I want happen, but make what you want better than you realize give you those sort of added things but yeah it's it's hard because uh, you're just doing so much i mean you talk about our facility we manage ourselves or our own record label obviously we're we're our own band but then between doing our beer stuff we've had a, a music festival oh, yeah, right, the beer, about that. All, all the the merchandise i mean there's there's so many things you're doing trying to get your brain and then the, i've decided i'm gonna start video game streaming every week so i'm like yeah i was gonna ask you about that you started it so you this is pretty cool because you started a twitch channel with your oldest son oh, hold on and you got i was gonna say you got five kids and you managed to do all this stuff still like no wonder you launched beer yeah <laughs> Yeah, that's what. Yeah, yeah. whiskey's next. Probably be a homeless shelter shortly. <laughs> He's gonna move hey, into that office. Yeah, 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 be great. He's like, this is where I go to get away. Taylor always talks about. It. He has seven kids. He's like, man, wouldn't it be cool if we built like a bunk room, just like a tour bus? I'm like, no, it would. <laughs> that's no. how colds start. Just so this you is know. where I go to get away <laughs> from <yeah>. my kids. <laughs> Hold on. I, I don't want to come here and sleep with you. Yeah. <laughs> I had to grow what? up with you. I don't want to do this anymore. Hold on. He has seven kids. I feel like it's seven. Yeah. And we both have a COVID baby. You know what I mean? We're like, hey, we're here. We're stuck for two years. Why don't we have another one? Yo, that's different from like a girl trimming her bangs or something like that. You're like, let's have a baby. Like, what the hell? Oh, my God. Damn, I'm, stressed. Many, I'm stressed for you. John, how many COVID babies do you have? Uh, two or three, oh, I think. God. By the way, did Aaron come into town? No, she can't. Her her surgery uh got postponed, and she can't travel with it until she gets the stitches out. And it's so I'm just uh Zach, go ahead, Zach. John hasn't seen his girlfriend <laughs> in okay. two years. In two years, which by the way, she's just now seventeen. <laughs> so. No, she's actually she's probably forty. But by the way, she looks. <laughs> Dude, she looks, she's the youngest looking adult I've ever seen. Ever. She's 25. Yeah, John, how, how is, I'm, 
I don't even know what to do with that. I know. Yep, exactly. Um, His hands are so callous, dude. It's what, absurd. What kind of... Are you a carpenter? Uh, no. no. <laughs> Why? Uh, she well, she lives in Canada. Canada. So the whole first year with travel and all this stuff, it just got crazy. Then with my work schedule and she works... It's just at Claire's. Yes, she works at, at Claire's. Claire's. She works at Claire's. First, She's an ear like piercer at Claire's. The first six, yeah, belly button rings. The first six <laughs> months, it was like, okay, the pandemic, like, cool, different countries, like, this is, it'll get fixed out. But then it got extended. But so mentally, I'm just kind of like, I don't have a girlfriend. <laughs> no, it's one of those things where you, you bury, you miss that person so much. And sometimes when you miss someone for me or love someone that much, you can't see them. I get angry about it. And so sometimes I'll get like, not start arguments or like, I'll get like snippy or just, it's just me kind of like, I miss being They're frustrated. You. Right. Right. And I'm just like, I, I thought you were going to overthrow the Canadian government when you got angry. <laughs> I mean, they should be overthrown because Trudeau's a clown. Um, they don't have but, guns. They're not overthrowing anything. <laughs> right. So yeah, you just deal with that stuff. So hopefully um, we have this, sh- this shine dog run coming up and then, I think the weekend of Valentine's, we're going to try and schedule. So sure. here's the thing. I, if I went up there, there's still a capacity limits. Bars, gyms are closed. Bro, can and you so imagine? Can you, can you, up there? Can you imagine? You're, just you go out there, you're not going to the gym, and you're not no, going. No. Yeah, 100%. No. Can, you imagine, can you imagine living in a country that touches a free country, but you're not a free country? <laughs> it's just weird. Like what does the line between like Dakota and whatever that part of Canada is like? Eh, lock it down, boys. <laughs> Dude, if it's I weird. lived in the UP, I would be partying so loud just so people in Canada could hear me and just be upset. <laughs> no face mask on, walking around, <laughs> <laughs> sneezing on people, not to shoot guns. <laughs> I did um, a CFL uh, halftime show a couple months ago. And uh, it was like, you know, it was a big deal and you had to do all this stuff to go into Canada and whatever that, whatever that. But we get there they're like, yeah, you got to wear masks, but there's going to be 50,000 people sitting next to each other wearing masks. And you're just like, I don't understand how this <laughs> how? How does make any sense. And you're, you're worried, but there's 50,000 people sitting. I don't, it can't possibly my brain. Dude. When when this when there was when football had been happening again for like three months, and this this dude goes on a microphone and goes, uh, "It's too early to tell if you're going to be able to hang out with your families on Christmas." I'm like, "Bro, have you watched There's ninety thousand people yeah. in Free thirty Tom stadiums. Three big top petty songs. Yeah, which is listen, worth it. <laughs> um, I can I can live in one place or the other. You know what I mean? Like I can agree. I just can't live with the combination of the two things. Like we're like that's me. Yeah, be be one or be the other. That's what we talk about on this podcast all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, here's another question for uh, Mr. Hanson here that kind of leads into uh, whatever. <laughs> Would you ask him what the secret to a lasting marriage is? Oh. All the Hanson brothers have defied divorce statistics, and I admire that about them and have often wondered what they do differently. I am a divorced. I am divorced after seven years of marriage, and I would appreciate shared wisdom in love coaching. I am divorced again, but I have hopes of finding a second, hopefully final husband. Thank you, Zach. Well, there's, there's, nine of, there's nine of them. I was so going to say, go find a Hanson brother. Yeah, Honestly, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that, I mean, that is a hard one, but I think it would be <laughs> for people to think it's 
like, man, you're just, you know, better communicators. I mean, that is a huge thing, right? My wife and I, we, we dated for five years when I was 15, right? 15 to 20. And then I got married and she lived in Atlanta. I lived in Tulsa. Like, like, it's like you and your girlfriend in Canada, like, and we spent only talking. That's all we did so much of the time, but I there think was no was, internet when you were 15. No, no. Sure, right. Dude, that was, was, that, was that before MySpace or like away messages? On oh AIM? yeah, dude. Well, uh, we had, we had a we had aim, but but we didn't have like long distance calling was still a thing. What, you was, know? Your AOL, what was your AOL? What was your AOL? PlayStation Deuce. What? Yeah, PlayStation Deuce. Yeah, as in Play- Icon. Yeah, um, mine was Zach Hansen. Actually, I, I think the biggest thing. Mine was Isaac. Mbappe. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> Bob 69 is what it was. Dude. Good Lord. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Marriage advice. Don't take it from these yahoos. Uh, <laughs> I, I think the thing is people, they, they think that the wrong things are needed to have a successful marriage, right? They, they think it's about love. Like love has got to be there. No, no. Love is what you make when you're there. Not, not like you want to arrive at love. Like you create that relationship every day and, and you need, I think people spend way too too little time thinking about their shared life experiences. What was your home life like growing up? Are you religious? Are are you do you share the same worldview and religion and politics? These things are really important for you being a successful couple, right? People they go, he's cute. I've always wanted a guy that likes traveling, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> I don't think you understand what traveling means to us. Exactly. Do you like theater dressing rooms? Yeah, yeah. My, my wife has a has a uh, a great friend. She's she, I mean she's my friend too, but but who's I'm like I can't figure it out. She's an executive. Uh, she's beautiful. She's like a ballerina. You know, growing up, all this stuff. She always picks total douchebags, right? And she, then she goes like, I don't know why it didn't work out. Like he was. Does she think me. it's because their zodiac sign? No. Oh, like you just, I think you really, I think matchmakers should come back. That's what I'm saying. Match the show. No, no. I mean like people should just be match made and yeah, still yeah. themselves because yeah. there's some, I mean, you reach arranged a, marriages, dude. Let's do this. <laughs> I, I think you've got about 25 years. And if you don't figure it out at 25, you just take the person that your mom wants you to marry. <laughs> no, I can't be having that. Right. Yeah, you're stuck with it. You had 25 years to figure this out. Like, what else in life do you get 25 years to figure out? Uh, John's still trying to figure out the beard thing, but it's fine. He, he does weird things to it all the time. Uh, here's a question. Um, in a hypothetical celebrity death match, uh, Hanson, yep. who would win a fight, you guys or the Jonas Brothers? <laughs> Oh, I'm taking Hanson on that one. Well, there's obviously there's more of them. Just are older and there's 12. Yeah, right. You know, I, I, I got to say, and the Jonas Brothers are younger and probably fitter. Are they younger? Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that are they? they have guile and um, just pure um, kind of murder in our hearts. Yeah. Oh, no, they're a lot younger. Yeah, yeah, they're a lot younger. Yeah, I, I guess they're actually younger. Would they? Is it fair to say that the generate the Jonas Brothers were you guys for our generation or that 
age group. They're the new generation. Yeah, the new hands. Comparable. That question again. Everyone I know is coming to my house in case of the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. So I'm you like, you like me have a lot of guns. You just take all the Jonas brothers out in a death match, right? I pretty much know I've got, I've got several knives, several hatchets, several firearms and some explosives for each of them. It's got dark fast. (laughs) And then I got no problem with, I got no problem with them personally, but if if it came down, if hypothetically, if it came down to celebrity death match, it's over. But were you you guys on celebrity death match? Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, (laughs) shut up. We got the spice girls. Uh, yes. Technically, yes. technically we were i think we were winning and then uh marilyn manson cut the rafters out and they crush us both. oh that's right i remember oh my uh, god and that was <laughs> at that point i started playing like wwe video games because i'm like i gotta what is this i gotta <laughs> train for this exactly. are um, the jones brothers that comparable you think i, I was sued right one of the band has three family or family members I mean, I, no, I wouldn't immediately go to the Jonas Brothers. I'd probably jump to other family member bands like the Bee Gees and, you know, like. Oh, that's yeah, right. Or like Oasis, but you guys never like beat the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> Not that yeah. I know of. It is, it is wild. Like uh, on the last single uh, for our last album. So we had an album that came out last year in, in singles. And the last song is called Fearless. And uh, we got some friends in a band called the Congos. And so it's four brothers. And it was oh. wild. They came into the studio and they played on that record, on that song. And, and watching them collaborate was like, I'm like, this is what people experience when they watch us collaborate, because they didn't speak half the things they said, right? They just, we should do that. And they're like, yeah, we should do that. And then, and they just kind of did this thing. And um, I, I realized like, there is something special about spending your whole life with someone that's really weird to be on the outside of, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but you guys did never beat the shit out of each other, right? Like, oh, just... <laughs> no, no, we didn't beat the shit out of each other. It's, it's not cool for a 16 year old to beat the shit out of it. A uh, twelve-year-old, you know. So we no. just depends decided. on who you ask. Depends on yeah. I don't know. I, you you haven't been to the same playgrounds. I have, <laughs> that's okay. just your opinion. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's, man, we're we're so different. Like as as brothers, what we want to do with our lives, it's amazing that this works because the way we the way we do things, the things we're into outside of Hanson and being on stage, like so different. So, so, you guys, I know oh, all three of you guys, and I don't know. I'll be honest. I don't know if there's a more different set of three people, right. like personality wise, like what they're into. Right. right. I, like, I, like Taylor would probably want to f- punch it out. I would want to have like some sort of competition to build it out. And I would <laughs> talk it out, you know, and then and, to have a drink about it. And, man, let's just, <laughs> I swear to be cool. He should have Isaac's the pacifist in all this. Taylor should have should have run a small country. He's got the best hog though, for sure. (laughs) Shut up. Shut up. (laughs) Who does? We know you we know you see. Yeah, spill the beans. Who's Who's got got the the best hog, hog, dude? Nothing. I got I got nothing. Who's got the best truffle pig? Jesus (laughs) Christ. Um so here's the 
go, go, uh, the last thing I want to talk to you about before, because we, we, you're bringing this into your world, which we appreciate. But then you, next, we're going to bring you into our world, which is us complaining about stuff, uh, Paul reading the news. John's got probably some wild dreams for people. Um, how did you get involved in doing something that's very hard, but you really enjoy like these these tough mutters and these Spartan races? Like that's something oh, that you you do a lot of. Dude, I love those. If you haven't done uh, that, it, it's okay. A friend of mine, uh, was, our, our AC guy who was fixing the studio, he's like, you got to come do this with, with me. I'm like, I don't even know what that is. And I went and I did it and I, I pwned so many people. I was like, this is the most amazing experience I've had in years. Like, because it wasn't about being a band. It wasn't about like, you just, you're, you're doing this physical thing that is awesome. And then you realize like, there's a lot of people who shouldn't be here and I get now, to be them. them. I got to be so, better with them. I so get- are we talking about the people of Tulsa, Oklahoma here? Like, <laughs> I just, let's narrow down the, the demographic. But it, it's, it's super gratifying to go out there and do something with your body. And I'm just, I'm just being real. It's really fun to beat other people. You know, and as like a man, there aren't that many opportunities to do competitive sports and things at, at like kind of a recreational level. It's such a good way to like you, you complete something. You're like, this is this is awesome. Like, I, you know, we're you would see how you stand we're up. In, we're in Syracuse, New York one time. And for 30 minutes, he was trying to talk me into doing one of these with him. And for 30 <laughs> minutes, you talked yourself out of it. <laughs> I told him I would do it. I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll may try it. No, no, we, we need to do it. So, so, okay, back it up. It's, it's just, for me, I like physical things like that, that are a challenge races. I, I, I like going out and running long runs, like 12 miles, you know? And I think that for me, I found an oh, outlet ass. where I could compete <laughs> without really with myself i didn't need a team like so many things you want to do you need like a team or a coach or a uniform or this you just get to go out there and like you bring your stuff like i play airsoft with all my boys and all my nephews and buddies right if anybody knows what airsoft is it's like paintball right but it takes so much effort and then people get out there they don't charge their guns they don't bring their stuff like when you rookies this you just get to go out there and race and i find a lot of joy in that and then it encourages you to be healthy man because obviously I'm 36. Like at this point in life, it's just so easy to just get fatter and weaker. Tell me about it. Dude. You need something to be like, <sighs> to push you, you know, to push you. And, and that it, it pushes me. I, I really like it. So oh, cool. I sprained my ankle. I've extended my, uh, my knee. Like, like I've also hurt myself a bunch doing it. You got in a motorcycle <laughs> crash. I'm also falling apart in the process. It's totally different. You got in a motorcycle wreck. I remember texting you and going, Hey dude, are you okay? You're like, I'm a little sore. Yeah. Dude. So, so yeah, I a Ducati into a brick wall, which was awesome. And, uh, always wear, uh, helmets and gear and good protection. <laughs> uh, wear protection kits. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I was laying on the floor. I had broken my collarbone and four ribs, uh, <sighs> and, uh, and after I, in two spots and I, I was sitting there, I'm like, Oh man, Damn it. I hope the bike's okay. Damn it. I hope the bike. 
I sat up. I couldn't move my arm. You can't move your arm when your collarbone's broken, right? And I'm like, I'm trying to go walk over and pick the bike up to see if the forks. I mean, it was screwed. The bike was screwed. But in my mind, I was like, your bike's okay. Your bike's okay. I'm like, no, not the bike. TMZ, TMZ paparazzi's out there just snapping pictures of you. <laughs> Spinning some insane story. I was trying to figure out if I could ride with only my left hand. Of course, that would not work. No, no, no. That you should stay off the bike at this point. Yeah. 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 If you've gotten all these injuries from doing that, like, see, so by the way, uh, that brings that brings you to a funny thing too, because like, um, uh, being in this position that I'm in with being in a band and having friends like this, um, you, you, my customer support, uh circle is um greatly appreciated because i bought my wife a peloton uh-huh. for her birthday or for christmas and when I, the first time i tried to get on it the only person i could think of to call was zach <laughs> so <laughs> i face i facetimed zach actually i was texting oh him he was like this God. is too much to explain so we were facetiming and like he had to like help me like i had to i was put he had to help me put the things on the shoes the clips oh the my clips God. on the shoes and then i was texting him the whole time going I don't know how to get out of this bike. And he goes, Oh, sometimes I can tell when my mom's been over at my house because the shoes are still attached. Yeah. Exactly. That was the best Christmas present I got. Just him calling me be like, I use this thing. I'm like, this is hilarious. This is memory. This is a memory. It was, it was, it was pretty great, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, thank you for bringing us into your world. Now you get to come into ours. Uh, Oh no. So, um, I don't know, John, you want to go first today? John the Shaman, keeping you on track. All you got to do is touch his big old sack of mail. So, Zach, if you don't know what happens here, um, we get people um, to send us uh, their dreams or life advice. And if it's a dream, we analyze it. If it's life advice, we usually just give them the worst advice they can ever have. <laughs> I am excited. Yes. All right, what so do, I'm going to start. Uh, I'm going to start with a life advice here uh, for all of us from a female. Oh wow! Uh, a lady. I've had yes, I've had this friend Bob for 20 years, and he can no longer talk to me or hang out because of his current girlfriend Julie. He is not allowed to have female friends because she's very jealous, controlling. Here is the kicker: LOL. Julie is married to Bob's brother. Besides them two, I'm the only one who knows. What would you do? Much love and respect. I would stop hanging out with Bob because he's a douchebag. Yeah. Hold on. Okay. That's, this is interesting. Explain that one more time. Yo, by the way, I love this this chick saying names. Like, yeah, yeah. Bob. No one knows Bob. but us two and everyone else now because you just said it on the podcast. Um. Okay. So Bob for 20 years could no longer talk to. Uh, talk to this girl who sent this in all of you well, you're keeping her anonymity yeah, i love that right because <laughs> real gentlemanly of you yeah because bob, bob is, girlfriend. yeah so bob's like, girlfriend is bob's brother but bob's girlfriend won't let bob hang out with bob's old friend this, this sounds is, like some incest shit yeah that's that's so ooh. bob's girlfriend won't let him hang out with this girl but bob's also right. married to a different person bob is Mary or Julie, the the girlfriend. It's Bob's married. got a wife and a girlfriend. No, not Bob. The girlfriend. What is happening? Who? Okay, here we go. He's gonna read it again. Bob, Bob for twenty years. I've had this friend Bob for twenty years. He oh, he could no longer talk to me or hang out with me because of his current girlfriend. I Julie. think I got it right. 
He is not allowed to have female friends because Julie is very jealous, controlling. But here's the kicker. Julie is married to Bob's brother. Oh, Julie's married. Yes, Yes, to Bob's brother. So why is she with Bob? I thought, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, I thought she's with Bob. How is she married to somebody else? Okay, here's the advice. Get new friends. (laughs) (laughs) First off, off, fuck people named Bob. Not literally. Don't do that. You've been doing that for too long. Clearly, now it's not happening anymore. Um, here's Here's the thing, though. Like... First off, these sound these these names sound very uh, sound very um, witness protection. <laughs> okay, what if you what if you went around the back door? Okay, so literally, literally, yeah, literally. hell yeah, dude, <laughs> yeah. Zach Hansen's getting in now. <laughs> Julie is with Bob, right? Yeah. So why don't you go and head and just start getting with Julie's husband, Bob's brother, and then just wreck that dude, whole. Spot. We might, have to bring Zach, awesome. we might have to bring Zach in just for life advice. Just for life on, advice. Zach, we would Zach. never have thought of that. Is there a chance that Zach's actually Bob in this situation? <laughs> it is Bob. <laughs> he, he knows the, the clear cut of this. Like there's no, like he Why don't you hang out with Julie anymore. Julie like, married Zach, Sorry, Zach's oldest. Too much. I'm, I'm lost. So All right. So man. All right. What's the next one? I, I got uh, more Bob life sucks. Advice Don't hang out with Bob anymore. Yeah, fuck that guy. Here's more life advice. Julie sucks too. Oh. Literally. <laughs> anyway, so this is from a female. I am a single mom trying to decide if I want to jump back in the dating pool. Hmm. My last date was with my ex in 2005. I left in 2020. I have been taking my time working on myself, but I'm tired of just working than going home. Definitely not looking for anything serious, just a good adult conversation, maybe some fun. Ooh. Really not into apps and dating sites that have been advertised, but not sure how to meet people anymore. I've never been a partier and rarely drink. Any advice you guys can give me would be much appreciated. Thank you. Um, does it say yeah. where this person lives? Like she can hit up uh, one of the Hanson shows that might be coming up, meet somebody <laughs> there. Need a handsome an sibling, not one of the ones in the yeah. band, but one of the not, other nineteen. Yeah, one of the there. other ones. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. Uh, yeah, I feel. I don't know. Maybe you just gotta <laughs> hold on. Her last date was two thousand five, and she left the guy in two thousand twenty. So they were together for fifteen years without going on a yeah. date. So maybe they just had that. I mean, off clearly. Maybe it's like a first time date, is what she's saying. Like, oh, I haven't. This been is on Julie and her husband, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> same same person writing in. She's with Bob. Hey, we read that it's it's two different people from the same story writing in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah she's saying she hasn't been in the dating pool yes there you go i think that's what she means so she's had a couple years out of the dating pool how old does this make her kids that's that's sorry that's the first thing you know like because that that's the thing that matters most because it's going to get weird what he's saying is that's the thing that matters most because if you do get on a dating app and you match with your son that's a weird kid yeah it's gonna be rough yo i wonder if that's ever happened bro it's gotta have happened, right? You know uh, it has. Oh, you wow. know it has. Okay. Wow. Wow. Interesting. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I would probably stay away from apps. I can't imagine, dude. So, hey, Zach, can you imagine if there were apps when we had started touring? Oh, like the Hanson we like, brothers would be destroying every app. Nobody stands killing. a chance. The, if, all their, all, if anybody else is on a dating app, get off because Hanson's on. You're not. Grinder would be changed to just Hanson. It's just. Yeah. 
just be crushing it. Dude, all three of them would use all three of them in everyone's profile photos. Every, every, each of them's profile photos, all three of them, like, listen, just Together, pick one. It's, it's a promo shot. Pick one or pick them all. Right. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right, listen, I don't, this is a very John question that I'm about to ask, which is oh, terrifying no. even me. I'm not saying it's ever happened. It's happened. I already know where you're going. It's fucking happened. Let's hear it. Go ahead. How many yep. proposals yep. have you had? Have you guys had way back in all the day from all three of you? Oh, Everyone for like oh. all, all three of you guys just to. He's not going to answer it, but I know he's them. not going to answer it. Like look at actual- him. <laughs> look at him. He doesn't have to. Cause I can tell you everyone's like, nah, I mean, all three sound good. Let me just say we've always had a very big fan base. Um, <laughs> females and yeah, um, no shit <laughs> yeah duh i went they, to a hanson show in 1997 i was the only dude there other than your sound guy <laughs> there's always been a lot of love and i have never never this uh, is way too modest for this podcast of the love this guy this guy we should have asked the the marriage question after this he's like i'm not trying to get divorced and talk about things yeah, that yeah. i did when i was 13. i'm happily i'm happily married now yo all right okay real question you don't have to name names if you want to you can how many how many full-grown adults celebrities just uh-huh. tried to smash when you were guys were like 15 and 17. Yeah. Cause this dude, is a good, don't yes. say, don't say none. Yeah. Cause, cause I know you're it's full of some. shit. You're, you'll be so full of shit. Your breath stinks. If you say that no, no celebrity tried to get celebrities tried to smash. And by the way, you guys didn't have DMS. So you couldn't like, get- you couldn't like <laughs> creep into the DMS. You had to get like email addresses. These celebrities are going to get canceled so fast. <laughs> They, what's your number? Are they in a long the Cole Kidman's calling your home phone? Your dad answers the phone. Hey, well, is Zach awake? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna, How say, many? I'm gonna say none. Shut <laughs> up, shut up. None. It smells over here. I don't know who that person is. You guys had yeah. the chance to smash half of Nickelodeon and didn't do anything about it, right? At least it's Kids Incorporated. I see now I'm, I'm sounding like John. All right. We got to get back on track. John, you really are. <laughs> what else you got for us, John? Uh, I have a dream here. All right. Okay. Zach's uh, like, December- Thank fucking God. <laughs> Give me out of this conversation. He's like, oh, I got to go guys. Sorry. Wrap this up. <laughs> on December 20th, 2021, I received a call from law enforcement telling me that my dad had been found deceased in his bathroom of repaired drug overdose. Needless to say, it's been a rough year. The last time I saw my dad alive was Thanksgiving last year. This year on Thanksgiving night, I had a dream about my dad. He was younger, like with what I remember him as when I was little. He walked up to me and gave me the biggest, longest hug. It felt so real. I've had a lot of dreams about my dad since his passing, but most of them were my nightmares involving the way he passed, his lifestyle, etc. This one felt so different. So real and comforting. Maybe it's a coincidence that it occurred on the anniversary of the last time I saw him alive, but honestly, I was dreading that day because of all the emotion that was attached to it, so it felt like maybe it was some sort of visitation or vision from God to let me know that my dad is at peace. Uh, I know Zach hates this sort of thing, but I have to let you know that stuff has been one of the things that has helped me get through the laughing for the past year, especially on the rough days. Thank you guys for all your help. What do I hate? Uh, you uh, hate having the burden of people saying, right. yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's not that I hate compliments. It's just, you know what I'm saying? 
I mean, no, I feel I like this dream is. I don't hate that. I don't, hold on. I don't hate that sort of thing. I I I don't know how to take. Okay, so Zach, backstory on this podcast. I and the and probably like five six episodes ago talked about how I'd never really wanted to do meet and greets again. Right. Um. Because like I, I I'm not one of those guys that you know we have. There's some heavy lyrics, right? So fans will come up to us and tell us you know that their their kids died or whatever, and it helped them through like. So for me, I I can't be that guy that takes takes it in one ear and just goes okay, and then just walks away from it. Like I carry that around with me all day. It's hard for me to hear those things. So I just kind of casually said one day, like it's really that's t- that stuff's tough for me. And like, dude, a bunch of our fans took that shit the wrong way. They're like, oh, he doesn't want to meet us. I'm like, no, dude. Like I I'm telling you, like it should be a compliment that like I like I take what you, you give, say you care. and it means yeah. something to me. You know. <laughs> to understand because they have such an intimate relationship with what you've created and by association you and so it's like it's like waking up out of a coma right and this person knew you your whole life but you don't know them and so they're coming in with all of that and it's a lot it's well a lot. that's a great metaphor mm-hmm. like you don't it's not that you don't appreciate it or want to identify with it it's just that like i don't really know you so i don't know how to comfort and share in your experiences. But dude, I, I get that. I, I really hate the, the feeling of, you know, we never, we don't sell meet and greets or nobody can buy opportunities to me. It's because I'm well, like, oh yeah, you made money in the nineties asshole. So let's calm down. <laughs> Some of us got to make a living out here, dude. I'm like, but I'm like, it's really important to me that, that you never feel like you're, you're bought, like people own you. Right. Yeah. And I think Sometimes, sometimes that can be it too. Like where somebody's telling you this thing that is so heavy, right? I was mm. abused as a child by my dad, and then and your music, you know, helped me get through it. And you're like, I don't know, you know, it can be. Dude, hard. Do I hug you? And they what paid I do you to hands? do it, which like, makes yeah. me a therapist technically in the legal realm. Well, <laughs> Zach Meyer is a therapist. How do you find the balance? It's it's hard. It's hard. It's something. It is. Um. Yeah. So that's kind of where where she ended that. Um. I we I've already talked about a dream I had about somebody coming back, and I started crying on the podcast uh, before. So you know, I think those things happen. You know, I think that that's you know, it's the time. I mean, it's it's obviously heavy on your heart. Like the around that time of the year, you're probably thinking about them a lot. So that's yeah. It's holidays are always rough on people. It's too, gonna I happen. Think, you know. Yep. But see, you, you don't really control your dreams. So there's there's no reason to think that she would have a positive dream that she generated because of her desire to have it, right? Yeah. I mean, she's been dreaming about all these negative things. I, I think there's probably something to it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah, like I, I talked about one that I had of my cousin on here, and it was it was pretty deep and heavy. And um, yeah, I think that especially on the holidays, man, you gotta you gotta take that stuff into account and just and and maybe even take it as like you know somebody's trying to send you a message or visit you or they missed you or whatever, or you miss them so much that it comes up in your subconscious and you obviously end up dreaming about it. Uh, John, what else you got? Is that it? Yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. Paul, you got anything today? Uh, sports news. Paul reads the news. Paul reads the news. Yeah. You guys I, like sports or what? I love sports. I got uh, sports news. Zach, and not, you're yeah. not a big sports guy. Cause Isaac always texts me about sports. You do not. Sports you and talking about sports. Uh, no, I don't. No, no. Right. We're in uh we're in NFL playoffs right now. Shout like- out to the AFC number one seed Tennessee Titans, ladies and gentlemen. Give it up for us. Who do they play next? I believe we're gonna play the Bengals. That's Should be a, a good game. That's, that's a fair. That's gonna be a good game. It's a fair match. Um, so we got Raiders losing to the Bengals. Sorry, Paul. I don't want to talk about it. 
It's very upsetting. Uh, Patriots lose to the Bills real bad if you didn't watch that. Uh, exceptionally bad. So bad. Um, <laughs> Dude, that Cowboys 49ers game last night, though, was... 49ers, yeah, 49ers beat the Cowboys in a very uneventful ending. That, that it ev- was just oh, like... It was eventful. <laughs> I was, but it was like, oh, that's that's the end of the game. It's like, oh, <laughs> The way he said God. it, too. He's like, he just goes, that's the end of the game. That's the end of the game. And your paper was like, what? Walks, yeah, okay, like, okay. Dude, when the guy um, goes like this, though, and then yeah. all the memes <laughs> that came out after that, when the guy goes... And then Barstool just posted your girlfriend two minutes yeah. after you break up with her to all our friends. Um, and Big Ben riding off into the sunset with a loss to the Chiefs. Dude, they lost oh. spectacularly too, huh? Yeah. And I, everybody knew the Eagles were going to lose to uh, Tampa Bay, but uh, big shocker there. I mean, <laughs> listen, as far as like, as far as Big Ben goes, like later nerd. You know what I mean? You're not going to be missed. Yeah, like, you're not going to be missed. Uh, Pittsburgh's going to miss you. you. Who rapey, cares? You rapey son of a bitch. Uh, yeah. Anyway, is that the news? Is that all the news you got? Yeah. I mean, oh, uh, this one's kind of important. All right. I, I mean, it's a, a big deal. Uh, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet are splitting up. Oh, this. man. Betty Crabs, baby. Fly away, baby. What, dude, We're what, just talking about What have they got back together? I want to fly away. You do that song. Bagger. Okay, that's good. Wow. Okay. Okay. I saw a that's great. It. I saw a great that's meme that said. I saw a great meme that said, "If Pete Davidson starts dating Jason Momoa, he's the he's real the goat. goat." Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. What a weird. Their joint statement was very weird too. Lisa and uh, Momoa's. Well, they're very, very, they're very earthy, hippie. You know. uh, it just made kind of it just like conscious you know, what, uncoupling or whatever the fuck they call I it. I heard Amber Heard's about the, the reason of the breakup. That's what I heard. <laughs> she probably beat the shit out of somebody. Yeah, she beat up Johnny Depp, beat up Aquaman, and now she's setting her sights on someone else. Now it's disgusting. And what's his deal with Kanye West and his new girlfriend? Like they're Dude, next level crazy that together. Kent sent us? That's next level crazy. Listen, come on, bro. Kanye's Kanye is the goat, answer. though. What, is, what are your thoughts oh, on I don't know any of this? Somebody fill me in. I don't. I don't follow this. Zach, Phil, Zach, Zach, Zach Myers is a Kanye fan. I can't oh, stand the guy. So Kanye go ahead. Fan. I like Kanye. So, like, hard to stand. so I don't even know if this this article was real, but apparently, so it's know, real. Uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are getting a divorce. Kim Kardashian yeah. is dating uh, who Barstool Sports, Sports once called Butthole Eyes uh, Pete <laughs> Davidson. Uh, <laughs> Um, oh, listen, no. listen, dude, Pete Davidson. Listen, I, I don't, Ariana Grande looks like a, a 14 year old. I, I could care less, but bro, Kate Beckinsale, <laughs> Kate Beckinsale, now Kim Kardashian. This dude is swinging hammer. Something's What's he going doing? On. Yeah, 100%. Something is going on. So like, Scientology I've real? Met, I've met Pete Davidson a bunch of times. Like, he's like, he's a cool, he's a cool dude, but he's like straight up just like Colson, where like, where he just like smokes weed all day. Like all, literally all day long. That's all he does. Um, so like, dude, to to bag Kate Beckinsale and then Kim Kardashian, like, bro, you're you're you got the biggest hammer in Home Depot. You know I, what I'm I, saying? I think that there is something similar about both of their personalities that we don't know. We can't see it. You're you're like, she's so pretty. Right? <laughs> don't realize is both of those women probably just sit and smoke weed all day. You want to play Xbox and smoke weed? <laughs> but yo, listen, all I'm saying is if, if you leave Kanye and then you get with a white dude, white dude's Scott hammer. Come Has on. To. Has to. You don't go from the driving range to putt putt. Oh, you he's really funny. Like, no, you're not just because he's funny. No, he's hogging it, dude. He's got, 
Big hogging. He got a big hog. He's a great hog. Um, so anyway, so he Kanye hold yes. on. She just did it because she wanted everyone to think that. That seems that seems she's, like that seems like a Kim K thing. Yeah, you know, she's like that's charity work, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hi Kanye. Oh, oh, you think you're special? I'm gonna go with that that guy. That's Kanye was. Well, in that case, hey, thank you from all the other white guys out there. <laughs> Well, you know, because Ariana Grande already did that for Pete Davidson because she said he had big dick energy, whatever the hell that means. Yeah, that was in a magazine. By the way, he has a stand-up special on Netflix where he goes- A stand-up special? A stand-up special uh, where he <laughs> yeah, talks spandex. about- he Spandex special. Where he talks about the Ariana Grande thing, saying that he goes, he goes, and it's it's the worst. He goes, when you can't back it up. And she just said that. He goes, he goes, you want to know how smart she is? He goes, she ruined my life by saying I have a big dick and I don't. He goes, she just has small hands. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so the Kanye thing is that he started dating. You're living what? up. He said, you're like, you're like, Zach, you're going to want to. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I told you you're going to be terrified by this. Yeah, yep. I can't wait. I can't. The good thing is, is you guys are so in house. You're your own publicist, probably. So you're just gonna text me and be like, "Please don't air this. Do not air this ever." <laughs> well, it's nothing the bad says. You don't have to. You can just react to it. it is. Oh, right, right. I just. He okay. hasn't cursed. He hasn't cursed the whole time. He's keeping that Hanson thing. He, he did. Yep. I was gonna. Sure try, I was trying to break him this whole podcast, but he has. He's been good. <laughs> I, if you want, at the end, I'll just say them all. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. the camera. Old, he'll want to like play a video game or watch a movie that's like you know an R-rated movie or, or an adult video game, and I'm like, hey, bud, you know, just it has some adult content, you know, some some bad. He's things. talking and, through and it. He goes, he goes, yeah, I didn't know all the words. I know the <laughs> I know the F word. I know the S word. He's like, I don't say them. I just know what they are. I'm like, do you know what they are? He's like, yeah. <laughs> he just goes off. No Shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cock, suck a motherfucker and tits. <laughs> My son wrote a song. I was telling the story on tour. My son wrote a song called "Fucking Is a Bad Word." He's three. Very catchy though. It's on the new Shine Down album. Yeah. Anyway, what we were talking about was Kanye uh, started dating this new girl, and then she, I guess, she reached out to some interview magazine and was saying she was going to tell her all about the dates. But the picture that came with it was like her laying on a on a table as a table, and Kanye with like a napkin in his shirt, and he had like a fork and knife. That's fucking weirdo, dude. Shout out to Kanye though. That's that's a great there table. Anyway, mm. all right. Should I do it? Is it time? Do 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 some gripes now. Right. Now Zach gets to get everything off of his chest. That hey, he... do you have anything that you want to uh, gripe about, like Larry David or Seinfeld style, Zach? <laughs> this, like is a, this is my you? favorite part of the podcast. <laughs> I'm just. <laughs> what are your biggest? Pe- Hold on, Zach Hansen. What are your biggest pet peeves in uh, humans? I'm I uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to determine Breathing. whether. <laughs> existing other people existing i'm the same way me and him are on the same page i need to think about this i need to think about this for all right, right Zach, I'll, we're coming I'll, back I'll to you, you but you better think of some good pet peeves all right, listen um you better watch out you better be nice or you might find yourself in zach's gripes uh i listen everybody hates that 9-11 happened obviously but can we talk about how it ruined airport security do you remember flying <laughs> pre 9-11 you remember that it was yeah. so long ago i barely when remember you could just remember. do it like, i've never smoked on the plane to the airport and like shop 
You go shopping at the airport. You could just go through. Your family could go through with you. And then like now, like all of a sudden, your your Adidas boost could be bombs. Like, come on. Let's Dude, there's a well, great we, yeah. there's a great Jim Jeffrey skit in one of his stand-up specials where he talks he's from Australia, obviously. He talks about going back to Australia, but he said he's lived in America so long that he gets in there. And he's like, he's such a pro in the American airports. He's got his airport, he's got his belt off and his shoes off. And he goes, he gets to the Australian airport and they go, Hey mate, why are you taking your shoes off? <laughs> he's like, cause they might be bombs. He's like, but they're not bombs, are they? It's like, it's the same thing. Like he takes his laptop out and he's like, he's like, that's a nice laptop you got there. He's like, why are you showing it to everybody? He's like, cause it might also be a bomb. He's like, but it ain't a bomb, is it? It's like, cause like when you fly domestically in Europe or whatever, like, dude, I flew, it, John was with us. We flew somewhere like from like Vienna, Austria to like maybe Russia or something. I never showed anybody my identification. You just got on a plane. I just got on an airplane. So sick. Didn't even, sh- they didn't even know who I was. And like, Ooh. so like when you go to TSA security now, dude, it's the worst though. I talked about last week, a TSA guy yelled at my five-year-old last week because he had his hands in his pocket when he walked through the metal detector. It's no, so- I've almost gotten arrested about five times from TSA because I'll be like, so uh, we, we were going to Disney world with my kids, which is you're and- already high strong at this point. I'm you're like, spending so much money if you're taking five kids to Disney World. <laughs> right. And they're like, I've got all the tickets. And I hand the tickets. And the lady's like, oh, no, no, they have to hold their own tickets. I'm like, no, they don't. She's five. She's like, she has to hold her own ticket. I'm like, she can't travel on an airplane without me. She's not an adult. She can't buy a ticket. I'm not giving her a ticket. Right. And I had to give her a ticket because it was that or jail, basically. She's going to blow her <laughs> fucking nose in this thing. <laughs> yeah, she's gonna rip this up and think it's a paper airplane. My my oldest son and my middle son and my my one of my daughters all go by their middle name. So they're like, who's John Hansen? My son goes by Shepherd. He's like, I don't know. She's like, You're not John? <laughs> He's like, No, I'm Shepherd. And I'm like, it's his God <laughs> speak for him. Dude, I get I get two things out there. I always get <laughs> There was a time where I would always get like, they would always pull me out. And then one time our old security guy, Jake in in uh, the Fresno airport, I literally was screaming. He had to pick me up and carry me. Cause what they did was I used to have this Oakley backpack that had like literally had a thousand pockets uh, in it. Apartments. Yep. Yeah. Gun knife. Um, which yeah. by the way, I have, I've had, I've lost a couple of knives and some brass knuckles at an airport before. Um, City so, so the, the the reason that he had to carry me out of the Fresno airport, like pick me up. And I was like, sw- I was swinging. Um, they took every single thing out of this Oakley backpack that I'd had on the road with me for 14 years. Dude, there's, there's, there's my space phone numbers in this thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, there's stuff. I don't even know what's in it. They took everything out of every pocket and then just slid the thing to me. And I go, no, no, I go, you're fucking putting it all back in. And they go, no, we ain't got time for that. I go, the fuck you don't. I go, I didn't take all this bullshit out for you to find some fucking fingernail clippers. Put it back. Dude, I lost my mind. By the way, getting picked up by a grown man, it's only happened to me <laughs> twice against my own will, like where we weren't play fighting. Once was recently when a curtain uh, in New Orleans came down and tried to kill me on stage and John grabbed me from behind so I didn't die. And the other was Jake, our old security guy, grabbing me from this airport. <laughs> but no, same thing, dude. Like my my son tried to walk through, he, you know, he's nervous. He's at an airport. He had his hands in his pocket. And the guy goes, take your hands out of your pocket. Take, I go, dude, 
we're about we're about to throw down me and you. So anyway, I hate TSA security. Um, thank you. Anyway, yeah, what, and, you know and, what else? And, you know what else I don't love? Um, uh, I don't care if we share a, a birthday month. Do you know how many fucking people there? How's are? that relative at all? There's like seven fucking billion wait, people. Yeah, but what does that be? Like, like so okay, so if you're like, uh, okay, so like, all right, I'm so, so oh, when's your birthday? November 7th. Oh, I'm November 25th. I don't give Who a fuck. Who cares? It's I not don't relative care. at all. That they I try literally could care less or that when you they were tell born you three sign? weeks after me yeah, in another like, year. You're like, oh, you're a Virgo. Okay. Like, Dude. Oh, we're not compatible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, this isn't gonna work. By I don't way, care. By the way, I had a friend. I had a friend the other day. A, a friend who's a chick post something the other day, and I go, "She's like, oh, blah blah blah." And I was dating this guy. And he was this, and I go, "I go, you believe this shit?" And she's like, "Yeah." I go, "You actually believe it?" She goes, "Yeah." I go, "What are you?" And she's like, "Whatever, Sagittarius." So I went and grabbed like a like a Capricorn thing from like four years ago. I go, "So this defines you." It was like totally. And she goes, "Yeah, exactly." I go, "This is a Capricorn reading from 2017." Anyone can relate so to good. any of these things, dude. Like it's so, I think I told this story on here one time and I'll briefly tell it again, but I was in New York one time and there was this, there's, I was at a bar with our manager, Geither, and we were watching football and there was a lady on the, at the end of the bar and she was talking to her girlfriend and long story short, it was like, I think I've told this on the, I'll tell Zach, but it was like, she was basically like described like the perfect guy. Like, Oh, he's got a great job. He gets along with his parents. He has a nice car. He has a great place, huge dick. What, you know, whatever. Nice guy. <laughs> loves his grandmother. And she goes, but like, he's like a Capricorn. And I'm just like, and I literally stopped her. I go, I go, excuse me. I go, did you just say literally just describe like a bachelor contestant? I go, and then you're not going to date him. Cause this motherfucker, his parents had sex in February. Like, like that matters at all. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I don't, I don't like when people go, when I go, oh yeah, I, I'm November 7th. They're like, oh, I'm November 30th. I'm like, okay. What There's is that? 7 yeah. billion people. You know how many people were born in November? Get out of my face with that. Also, I wrote down as gripes. I wrote down dicks out at a birthday party, but I don't know. I don't remember. Whoa, whatever. whoa, whoa. What? <laughs> I don't uh, know. What? Is that a gripe? <laughs> is that a gripe or a grip? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, also another gripe. Uh, can we stop naming airport concourses after like just like remotely kind of famous people? Like, I, w- I flew out of Palm Springs the other day, and by the way, the Palm Springs airport is outside. It's nice. It's like Hawaii almost. It's like the trees. And- yeah, but it's like the Sunny Bono concourse. I'm like, <laughs> right. right. As long as it's not a ski slope, I think you're safe there. I, I mean, oh wow. But I mean, like, like sunny, like, yeah, you're yeah. going yeah. to get a lot of emails. There's something like, yeah. you know, welcome to the Ed Kowalczyk terminal from live right, right. in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. You're like, okay, right. this is a Our stretch. Throw a copper, throw yeah. a copper uh, wishing well, all the change you get from security in your pockets. He's throwing this well for Ed. You fly, you fly into Fort Worth. You're like, welcome to the Darren Hayes from Savage Garden Concourse. You're like, oh, right. this is. We're Pittsburgh reaching has, now, hey, guys. Welcome to the Ben Roethlisberger Greyhound <laughs> oh, Station. Oh my <laughs> God! Don't go in the, the bathroom. Eagle Eye <laughs> Cherry North Escalator. Like it's just like <laughs> God, dude. The Eagle Eye Cherry. Uh, also, uh, I hate the TikTok <laughs> lady voice. Um, that's all. That's my only really gripe about that. How you know the TikTok lady voice? Oh, I do. Yeah, when she yeah. speaks, what you type, yeah. whatever. It was like I don't do. Mm. This person had never seen a chicken in real life. Like, all right. 
I don't know why. Why, why are we talking that, about I, this? I, yeah. I can I go and say you might be the biggest psychopath I know, Zach? Oh, like you, you're crying. You are going deep. You're going man. deep on gripes. I'm talking, sure. dude. I, me and Paul talk about this all the time. Me and Paul are the real life Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. So, there's way more things bother me than don't bother me at this 100%. point in my life. Hey, what do you like about people? Uh, Not much. I'll tell you things I don't like. How about that? Like, all right. The last thing is is I went to we went to this. We were staying out in Joshua Tree for a couple of days and we, it's, it's very, you know, very deserty out there. And so we went yeah, to this, yeah. t- this taco place, which by the way, was really good, but they had, you know, they did like straight up like Mexican street tacos. You know, Paul knows what I'm talking about. Hold He's on. Mexican. Were they white in the kitchen? Okay. That's, were they that, white in yes, the kitchen? Yes. And that's the part I'm going to get to. Here's the thing. Fuck but off. they were trying to do face. street tacos because ah. they're literally, it was, it was onions and cilantro. But here's the thing. There were other tacos that had cheese on it. So I said, hey, can I get a carnitas taco and a beef brisket taco, but can I get cheese on it? And they go, no, we don't do that. I go, well, the bean and cheese taco has cheese on it. Like, yeah, we don't do that. I go, lady, if you don't put fucking cheese on my taco, I go, how about this? Can I get a cup of cheese? Just a cup of cheese? They're like, no. And I go, hey, man, there's a dude named Ned back there who's whiter than me making tacos. (laughs) I won't go. I won't eat tacos. But he's not putting cheese out of like tacos, though. Give me some fucking cheese. <laughs> cheese on tacos is very, very acceptable. Yeah, white I, people I, cooking tacos is not very acceptable. Oh, oof, wow! I'm not gonna no, no. <laughs> I'm not I'm, buying street tacos. I'm Mexican. I'm not buying street tacos from some white it. guy in fucking Joshua Tree saying I can't have cheese on my tacos. Get the fuck out of my face, Zach. Uh, Paul. Uh, Paul is the perfect cross between white and Mexican. He has the whitest first name and the most Mexican last name of all time. This man's name and, is and Paul. And the most Mexican middle name. This man's name is Paul. Dominguez, <laughs> Paul, Paul Manuel Dominguez. Your middle yeah. name is Manuel. Manuel. How it's actually short. Talked about actually, this before. It's actually <laughs> short for Menudo, but yeah, he goes by Manuel. <laughs> Speaking of airports, though, uh, we'll we'll do this. We'll do this, and we'll get out of here. Speaking of airports, though, live in La Vida Loca Terminal. TSA's favorite thing in the world when I come through is the fact that the same thing. I, my middle name is Zachary, but my first name is Michael. They're like every like, dude, like, like oh, the killer, Michael Myers. I'm like, yeah. And it's usually like always like a black person who just like loves it. And like, they like, they want to talk to me about it for thing. hours. They're like, yo name Michael Myers. I'm like, yeah, I, I don't go by Michael. I go by Zach. And they're like, they just pull off the mask. Like, and they yeah. literally, they literally like call everybody over. They're like, his name, Michael Myers. I'm like, my name, my name's Zach. I, I, I go, I go by, by Zach. Zach. It says Michael Myers, but like I go by Zach, like Michael Myers over here. I'm like, okay, man, like let's stop. Let's stop. Um, Before we get out of here, Zach Hansen is not getting off the hook. I want to hear what just drives him insane. Like his, yeah, yeah, give us something, dude. He's trying to, he's he's playing pup so PC right now. It's me crazy, which is, I don't get what the fuck is with the street food movement. Who wants to eat? on the street i don't get it two blocks from here everybody <laughs> out at the crappy food trucks where your food is cold you wait in line you're outside there's no air conditioning they don't serve any drinks with ice what is the deal why are we so <laughs> cool that we like crap i don't get it the whole like <laughs> sit down air condition ice in your drink 
Your food comes when you want it. There's nice conversation. You're not listening to air compressors and, and uh, uh, you know. Uh, Are you talking about eating on tour in Europe right now or food trucks? I don't know. Zach Hansen is going in right now. Let him Zach go. Zach Hansen is now a permanent member of Seemingly Unknown <laughs> Podcast. You walk out there and, and you see everyone looks so unhappy, but <laughs> proud that they ate on the street. Like it's trendy. It's so cool to do. There are a lot of people eating on the street at the John 316 homeless shelter to the <laughs> direction. They're not proud of it. Damn, they, didn't, they didn't pay $23 for it either. <laughs> no. And the food is just not good enough to have to listen to. <laughs> just generators. Right. How are your ribs? Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. I've had, I have had some good food from food trucks, but I'm, I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, so have I. I, I hate them now. I hate them now, though. But he started, talking about, he started talking about no air conditioning, no ice in your drink. I'm like, are we on tour in Europe right now? It's like the same exact thing. You got to pay for ketchup. I don't want to say it to our European fans, but I, I hate traveling in Europe. It's just oh, the ice thing for it. me. It's okay. No ice. No ice. Let's all right before before we get out of here. Enough. Obviously, I have a problem. I drink Mountain Dew. Nothing is sweet enough. Everything tastes like it has a little bit of salt in it in a weird way. Like also, most drinks have aspartame. Oh, exactly. Yeah, no, I hate that. Zach's grapes. Man, he man. Once we got it out of him, though, it came out right. He's like, I fucking hate. He's like, like, let me tell you what I do hate. (laughs) Yeah, food trucks, mother food trucks. I hate brothers. I hate them all. <laughs> Any brother who has my last name, I hate all of them. <laughs> Let me tell you something else. Isaac does this thing when he sleeps on the bus. Yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. He's always hard. Yeah. You know what else I hate? Siblings. <laughs> I could keep going with you. I wouldn't help. <laughs> I think we're good. Paul, well, what else were you going to add? No, that's it, man. I, I This was a fucking blast. Zach Hansen, thank you uh, for joining us on the Seemingly Unknown uh, podcast. You were the first so- guest. Sorry about it. <laughs> sorry about it. Listen, I think I think for the dreams and the gripes, we should just have them on every week. You guys, you guys are Mountain Dew brothers now. Oh uh, yeah, sure. Um, when does uh, Red Green Blue come out? Uh, it comes out in May. I don't have the exact date in front of me, but you can when check. When does your out. tour start? Uh, it right right after. Okay, uh, cool. and- check. Yeah, so people can check out all the info on Hanson.net and, uh, you know, there's a Has bunch. Has there ever been a festival or a day where Shinedown and Hanson ever played the same day or same event? No, but I have, I have tried to get Smith & Myers on the Hanson Festival every year. Or just at least me. I've never even been invited. Let's yeah. talk to somebody. Let's figure this out. I'm working on it because I'm trying to get Zach to play on uh, the single for the blue. Hey, so listen. Listen. That works out. This guitar cable right here last night he was, pulls used, that out of his ass. was used on your song. <laughs> I'm all yeah, set up. I did. I did a couple passes through, and I didn't love what I did, so I'm going to go back and do it today. It was also two in the morning, so you can only do it at three in the morning, don't you know? It's it was me, me, and this Telecaster. We're we're going to town on that song last night. <laughs> Telecaster's going to town on Zach. Oh my god! All right, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, uh, Hanson.net for all the info. Uh, if you would like to send us life advice, uh, guest suggestions, um, dreams, or if you just have something that you want to say to John about how much uh, he's a weirdo, uh, email us at suplifeadvice at gmail.com. John, suplifeadvice at gmail.com. Paul, what's the email address they can email? 
SUPLifeAdvice at gmail.com. Check out uh, Hanson.net uh, for info. Uh, Zach Hanson is Zachary Hanson on Instagram, I believe. And I believe, uh, t- uh, are you on Twitter? Uh, Let's be real. Nobody from his fan base is coming to listen to this. <laughs> oh, no, they're, they're going to come. No, they're, they're going to come. And they're going to be upset that they did, but they're going to they're gonna come. They're going to be like, hey, if this motherfucker ever comes to a Hanson Fest, uh, we are not, we are, we're, we're not going, we're, you're going to, you're going to kill their ticket sales yeah, for sure, dude. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's, we, we're connecting so many ways. It's just the sort of the, the, the butthole eye jokes. You know, <laughs> I don't tend to say that. That's all right. I'll say them for you. We got uh, them for you. <laughs> Zach Hanson. Thank you for coming on. We appreciate you guys. And, uh, we will see you next week. You nerds later. Later.